Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, Felice with the assist. Man, I'm using two screens and it's all fucking weird. You have like the dual computer screen? Yeah, I have uh, my laptop has the, the webcam. How can you hear me? Am I all right? Yeah. 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 All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Hi, every- hi everybody. Welcome back to the Houston Dynapod podcast, your source for conservative politics in the Houston metropolitan area. Tonight, we have Colin from Keeping Tabs On to discuss hot topics like abortion, where do you stand, the 2020 election, was it stolen, and Hillary Clinton, should she actually be locked up? Colin, how are you, and welcome to the show. I'm chilling, man. How are you? I am fabulous. It's a good night night to talk about some diamonds, though, ain't it? It is. I've kicked around changing the format of the show. But it turns out conservative politics just don't really fly here in Houston. <laughs> now, if I was in Lufkin, I'd be the fucking bee's knees, but I'm not. I'm here in this diverse, wonderful city of Houston with Colin from Keeping Tabs podcast. Colin, hey, did you do your beautiful city for what it is? It is. It's, it's a lovely city. You're from it's... New Jersey, though, aren't you? I am. I am. Dang. I remember you saying that. Where everywhere is a city. <laughs> and, uh, I've lived in quite a few cities, and this isn't my favorite, but it's not my least favorite. What's the What's the best? Ooh, Las Vegas. You've lived in Las Vegas. Lived in Las Vegas uh, for are two you, years. Are you a gambling man? I am. I, I gamble with my uh, my future and my finances quite regularly, just not in casinos. Day to day life. Blackjack. I play blackjack. Oh, I like. Uh, I think it's the only one where it's partially fair. And if you get the table, everybody at the table playing the correct way, you should win. And you just split the winnings. It's you versus the house, and you guys all play versus the house. And you play the right way, and you just split the winnings. But I don't know. Me and all my buddies played poker. Like we we take it pretty seriously. Poker was big when I was in college. We'd play poker, and <clears> um, <throat> we would use our flex dollars for like our our meal cards. We would gamble our meals away. So there were there yeah. were points in my life where I went hungry. That's funny, actually. Those, those are valuable in college. I know all about that. Yeah, we would gamble our fucking meals away. So did we do your plug? I've lost track. Uh, I don't think we have yet. Oh, by the way, this is the Houston Dynapod podcast. We cover the Houston Dynamo. We cover soccer here. And now Colin from Keeping Tabs is going to plug his show. Go, Colin. So you can go follow me on Twitter at Keeping Tabs Pod. And uh, just type in Keeping Tabs Podcast on Spotify. You can find us there. The link to our Spotify account is in our bio on uh, Instagram or on Twitter. So go give it a like. Go give it a follow and check us out. You know, he mentioned he's on Spotify. I did. That was a little bit. That was a long time. It took a long, long time because I first met you and met virtually when we did that end of year pod in like January. Yeah. And I've known about Colin for a while, but I could never find his podcast. I got and I looked. I tried. But once you got on Spotify, man, it was easy. Now I can listen to it. 
Yeah, me and uh, my co-host, Luke, who runs the show and uh, partially the tour account with me, he, uh, you know, we get out there and hey, we we put our takes on there on the table. Yeah, you guys but, have uh, been, you've been a lot more active lately. I yeah. mentioned that, I was talking to Sean, I said, what's gotten into Colin? He's been quite active. He's been very excited. I know it's yes. very exciting times in Houston. Yeah, it is it, with, for us, not for the Astros, not for no, the Texans, not for no. anybody but us. This oh is the perfect gosh. time. This is the perfect time. If any team is going to rise to the occasion, it's got to be a dynamo because it certainly ain't going to be the Astros. I'll tell you that. Losing well, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to alienate any Astros fans that may listen. You guys are still going to be champs. Ghost Rose. Now, Ghost Colin. Rose. I've been yep. trying to get Colin on for like two weeks now. And every week he always comes back with this late ass, ridiculous time. Like what about 1130 PM? And it's like, what about I got to be up at five for work? Like what about I got to go fucking work all day? So Dude, he's been going like, to the library. Yeah. I'm amazed that people like I'm older than you. I'm probably looking at you. I'm close to twice your age. I don't look it, but I am. I'm 21 now, years old, if that helps you. I'm close to twice your age. So, dude, we went, we had to go to the library because Ethernet, like, we couldn't figure it out. We had internet when I went to college, but it wasn't like sign in and put your shit in. It was like plug this here, plug this here, and then get on the phone. And then for 45 minutes, configure your, like, your IP system and all that stuff. It was ridiculous. It got to the point where it was so bad, I fucking quit. I was like, fuck it. I don't need internet. I literally said, I don't need internet. So I'm amazed that people still go to the library in college. It's, it's a good vibe to study at. Like, I am a very bad college student, like a terrible college student. And if I don't go somewhere to study, like to my friend's house or the library, I won't study. Like, I just won't. So it's like, you know, the library, you know, there's some fine girls walking around. You can see you maybe one of your buddies or two. And you can study the same time. Hey, there's a Starbucks right on uh, connected to the library. So there's that. It's a good environment. What, when you went from there's good looking ladies walking around to you and your buddy studying at the same time. I was like, I've done that a few times. I see a good looking girl walking around. Next thing you know, me and my buddy are studying her at the same time. <laughs> so I actually am yeah. the complete opposite of you. I was way worse of a college student than you. However, I don't need to study. I don't have to study. I fucking see things and I remember them. And people are always like, that's so cool. And I'm like, fucking sucks. It's cool to like for useless shit and to make people laugh. However, uh, it's really hard to let go of a grudge. In fact, it's so like you have a, like a photographic memory. I wouldn't say photographic, but I don't have to see shit very often to remember it. Like I went to college. You've probably spent more time in the library tonight. I, I, I Actually, you have. than I spent in... I have two degrees, seven years of college. You've spent more time physically in the library than I did in seven years of college. It's fucking weird. I'm not saying I was good at college the first time. I had a C average, but as I got older, I was like, I figured it yeah. out. And I was like, oh, this shit's fucking easy. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. Yeah, well, I and ended yeah. up fucking, my master's has a 3.93. Like once I figured the shit out, it was, it's ridiculously <laughs> easy. Well, for me, and I feel bad saying that because like, I know people, because I'm an educator. I know people that like, they struggle and it's like, why don't you just get it? It's fucking frustrating for me because I'm like, it took me one time. Go do it. And the kid's like, I have to do it 34, Mr. Sir. I mean, they don't even know your I name. A, so you teach or you instruct classes? I educate that's human what, beings. That's what I'm going to school for. Don't. I want to be, 
But uh, no, 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 no. Fucking don't. I, I know, but like you don't know. That's don't do no, it. No, I don't know, but like I'm not going to school to be a high school teacher, right? I'm not going to teach high school, but eventually down the line, like I want to get to the point where I'm instructing at like college level, like hopefully. Okay, that's the point. then that's... you need to stay in school to get your doctors. Just fucking never leave. No, I, that's like, not as long as you can. Exactly. Like I'm about to graduate in December. And then I'll uh, I'll be applying, hopefully, to get my master's. Hopefully, you know, if that works out and everything. So I'm going to stay in school, but yeah. Well, that's good. Stay in school. And fucking, I also feel bad for your generation because they murder you guys with debt. They absolutely oh. murder you guys with it. And like, Dude, everybody's so doing expensive. it. Everybody's it's, doing it. Well, they make it, they make it almost necessary if, but they make it like the price of a, of a, of what's the word i'm thinking of like education? they make it so expensive yes they make education yeah. like it's like a delicacy but like it's ne- almost necessary like to an extent like I-, I know that you can be plenty successful if you work your cards right like doing specific things but yeah but i didn't want to sweat the, i didn't want to sweat for a living yeah no the most straightforward way is to go to school and it's like i don't know you know it's confusing I mean, I've done construction. I did construction in college, and I quickly found out that I needed to stay in college. The shit was awful. I've done, I've done so many weird fucking jobs. But I did learn very early on, A, I am fit, but I don't want to sweat all damn day. And B, I don't like taking a shit in the port john in July and getting splashed with the blue water, which is what really kept me in college. The sweating part, not a big deal. But that nasty blue water that I have to share with 20 to 30 other men. And you know that taco trucks frequent construction sites. You know that. Imagine how that's going to smell on a hot August day. Just close your eyes and think about it. Yeah. But I'm one of those guys that like, I'm a shy, I'm a shy restroom user, right? I'm shy about it. So it's like, I can't have anyone knowing I'm using the restroom. Like, it's got to be at my house in my bathroom. Like, maybe 5% of like the amount of times I've used the restroom in my life was like a public restroom or not. Oh my God. You sound like every girl I've ever dated. I like, bro. And I don't mean that as an insult. Like, I slept with them. That's a compliment. But, like, (laughs) that's something, (laughs) that's something like, uh, like, man, I've shit in a car wash in New Orleans. I've shit in a parking lot in South Carolina. If I got to go, I'm going to go. I don't know how you people like you hold it and do that. You keep it a secret. I wish I was like that. I wish I was like that. But, like, I can't commit to it, if that makes sense. I'm not able to commit to it. Yeah, my best, my best sense. friend, my best friend was a shy peer. He would, he was, if he went into a bathroom and there were six urinals, he would take the fifth one, and then he would cock his body at a forty-five degree angle, so nobody could get to the last toilet. Well, I'm such a dick that I would purposely go to the last toilet, like on <laughs> purpose. I would go stand right fucking next to him. I'm that guy. Like I would do that to him. I'm like, what's up, dude? He's like, I fucking hate you. But I'm man, not a shy peer, though. I'm a shy pooper. Nah, I don't care. I don't care wherever. I poop wherever. So hey, we we just played a game. The bio the the biography section of the podcast has ended. We have your pregame thoughts. So we know the game's already over. We know we tied. But going into Colorado, what did you think? What did you feel? And what were you looking for and expecting? While you're answering that, I'm gonna smoke some weed. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, I'm gonna give up my best answer. So 
Look, Colorado finished first in the West last season, and that's nothing to scoff at. Yes, they did have a tremendously good year that they normally wouldn't have, but they have a good coach, and they have a good team, and they're a well a well managed team. And we knew every, every fan knew this, every player knew this. Paul Nagamore knew this. That it was going to be a hard game, even at home against Colorado. And I mean, the goal for them was coming to open the match, and and honestly. Given the circumstances and and how unlikely it is that Dynamo would come back from a loss or being down, I I'm happy with the draw. I'll take it. So going into it, I felt like it would be so Dynamo of us to lose. I thought we'd lose. I didn't say that. Like I talk shit on Twitter, but I have real feelings. I have real feelings and I have ideas that I don't tell everybody. I thought we were gonna lose like two to one. But I flipped it and I put two to one Dynamo. But in my heart, I was like, this will be a tie. Now, I missed the goal. I was there with my son. Shout out. I saw Brian Gilchrist. He waved. I waved back. He's been on an episode and he um, he writes Orange Blog, Forever Orange yeah, Blog. Yeah, I know who that is. He like made yeah. a group of all of us in a, in a blog and put it on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did that. That was awesome. I saw him, but I missed the first goal because I had a piss because it was $3 beer night. And I don't know if they were supposed to do this, but they were giving away the Carbach hazy ones. So nobody those were supposed to be $3. Anyway, so at the 85th minute, I've been feeling like shit. I told my son, let's leave. So we leave, and then I hear the fucking the goal. I was walking by pitch 25 as we scored. So we missed that. So I was very happy with the draw as well. Going into it, uh, like you said, Colorado was number one in the West. They've, they've been good. They have a Bubacar whose hair has only gotten larger and more exactly. powerful. And it, I, was, I, was, I was pleased, but I wasn't overexcited because our finishing has been awful, and we saw it again last night. So before we go into our lineup, I need to tell you something serious that happened today. And this has never happened before in my life. So I told you earlier, I don't know if we said this when I was on here, but the girlfriend came over, so we yada, 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 went out to eat later. We went out and we had crawfish, right? Yeah. You should always make sure that you wash your hands after eating crawfish. Because hypothetically speaking, let's say that you had to take one of these poops that you were speaking about earlier, that you're shy to take. Mm -hmm. And um, somehow, some way, while using the wet wipe at the end, which you should do, you transferred crawfish dust onto the wet wipe, onto your anus. Now, I felt like icy hot on my butthole. No, that oh. really happened tonight. It felt like, I was like, why is my butt tingling? And then I'm sitting there, oh and I was like, God. what is going on? I'm like, it feels like I have icy hot in my underwear. And I was like, oh shit, did I wash my hands? Which oh is also why, which is also why I made my move before we went to go get crawfish. Because I knew after crawfish, anything I touched would turn to fire. But I forgot about me. So the lineup last night, what was the big surprise for you? Because I know you had one, because everybody did. Yeah, I think the elephant in the room that we're all thinking about is Parker did not start, which was, I believe, his first time not starting since he arrived to Houston in 2021. So, or, yeah, 2021. And him not starting, you know, ended up not being that big of a detriment, but it was a big surprise to see that. What about you? I wasn't surprised at all. I think it's about fucking time. 
he's been underperforming. We have lived too long in the past and look at what he did early on last year and beforehand. Tim Parker has been not the Tim Parker he's been. And I don't think this rest has anything to do with Steris being better, although he has been this year. Teenage is better because Teenage plays on the left. And when you compare Teenage on the left to Parker on the left, Teenage is better. I don't really, I mean, I noticed a lot of people were like, well, that's odd. Tim Parker taking the bench. Stats wise, he's been, he's been so bad. He hasn't been as bad as some, but he's been bad. Other than that, I mean, were you disappointed with the lineup? Was there anybody you were looking to see that you didn't see? Well, in our, uh, in our preview of the match, in our last podcast with me and Luke on our channel, we talked about how we wanted to see the same midfield, and we were able to see it. But I think our big problem with the midfield is that on paper, you know, Vera, Coco, and Quintero are our best midfield trio. It looks good on paper, but they don't complement each other at all when they play together. I mean, one is ultra-defensive Vera, one is kind of defensive, kind of attacking Coco, and then one is all-out attacking and no defense. And yeah, I, I think know. that complements each other very well because where one man has the strength the other of the other person's weakness, and then you have one guy in the middle who's kind of good at both. My big problem is with Vera mainly is that he's pretty decent on defense, but offers nothing on attack. And he had a pretty bad game, in my opinion. He um he did not have a typical performance. Still wasn't. It was just. It was actually average. But he. I mean, he does score. He scored a few. He's hit a couple bangers. He'll take a couple shots. I think he has been so good in the midfield. I think he's been the most consistent, the most reliable, because you can't say Quintero because he only played half the games last year, which still sucks. You can't say Coco because up until this couple this year, he's underperformed. Eddie Robinson will back me up on that. So I would say I have to think that Vera is our most consistent midfielder because after those three, you have Memo and you have Seren. Now, consistently good is what we're looking for, not consistently average or consistently disappointing. So yeah, I think I think Vera's. I have to disagree with you, Colin. Of all people, Vera really because Baird was straight. Baird was bad again. I okay, yes, but there's this moment that I remember whenever Baird chipped the ball into Ferreira. Whenever it was right at the beginning of the second half, and he had a clear header on goal, like four or five yards away from the goal, and Ferreira yes. just skies it, and it's like, okay, if if. Ferreira puts it in and Bear gets an assist, and we may be saying differently. Like, yes, both of our wingers. I thought Fafa did as bad as Baird. I thought Baird's done better than Fafa, honestly. Because so, at least Baird has an assist. Baird rated out at a 5-9 last night, Fafa out of 7-3. Even with the assist, I think he would still put him. He'd probably be rated out at average, but that's the second time he's rated out below a six in four matches, right? One win, mm -hmm. one draw, two draws, one loss. It's the second time he's rated out under six in ah, three, four matches. I can't fucking talk. Behind him, you have Pasher, who a lot of people are talking for and calling for. To me, when we started Pasher last year, he got hurt and he never came back. Yeah. As an impact player, however, if we can say, because one 90 minute match for Tyler Pasher last year is equal to three appearances this year. So would you rather have Tyler over? you know, three separate periods of time for only half an hour pop? Or would you rather have Tyler for one 90-minute match? 
Well, that's a good point because you bring up the fact that he is injury prone and we didn't get to see a lot of him last season. But what we did saw was mainly good. But I think we go with what we've been seeing is being an impact player off the bench and, you know, maybe spot starting here and there. But he's a good impact player, brings a lot of good energy on the bench. And I don't know. I mean, whenever Tiaguinho comes in, the new winger we just signed, maybe he starts instead of Baird and, you know. Maybe. I know he's he's young. He's 21, 22. He's going to be a young designated player. I don't see him starting right away. I mean, Zeka's has been here a month. He's played 40 minutes. Teenage has been here a month and a half. He's played, you know, 120 minutes. So I don't think he's going to come in and slide in right away. Somebody said this earlier. He's just another Bahamich and Jesus Christ. Why would I don't know why they put that type of energy out in the atmosphere. Don't call anybody that ever that's on our club. Don't ever call them another Bahamich because all you're doing is jinxing him. Speaking of jinxing, Sebastian Ferreira, our record-breaking transfer signing. Four games, no goals, no assists. No. I mean, did he get credited with that assist? I don't know if it was an assist or not on Quintero's banger from outside the box against Vancouver. I don't, I don't know. So. I don't, I don't think know how that assist. I mean, if it was given to him, it, it shouldn't have been because it wasn't really an assist. Now, people are starting to comment and make the the call for let's put two at the top and play Thor with Sebastian Ferreira. So I'm going to go first on this one. I think that's a stupid idea because we play a 4-3-3 and Thor's not a winger. It doesn't work. You want to abandon an entire system that we've spent months installing to take a look at a 22-year-old kid from Iceland who played college soccer in the United States. I'm good. I am worried about Sebastian Ferreira. This slow start was something that I kind of I kind of foresaw in my head. I didn't think it would be so bad when the midfield wasn't put together how it is now. But his his oh, his body language. Were you at the match? I was. His body language repeatedly has been piss poor. Yeah. And he's not happy. What do you think about putting Thor up top with Ferreira? And we're going to talk about this before we go into benching him for Thor. Yeah. Everything that you said about that point is spot on. Look, we're not going to change the way we play, our formation, our tactics, so we can put, you know, a, a draftee up there. Um, I think that uh, Paul Nagamora has shown early on that he's not afraid to change things up, you know, hence sitting Parker. So I do think that there's a possibility that if uh, Ferreira keeps up this goalless streak that he will get benched for Thor uh, to switch things up. I mean, the game totally opened up whenever Thor came in for uh, Ferreira in in the in the game against Colorado. Am I worried about Ferreira? It's worrying, yeah, sure. I mean, we know he's got it in him. I watched a preseason game and he looked good and he scored a couple goals. And yeah, preseason doesn't mean anything to be honest, but we know he can score, right? It, it worries me that he may not pan out and he may just be a failure mainly because I'm scared that Ted Siegel might be hesitant to open up his pockets again. 
his first big signing is a failure. That's not good. Uh, yeah, but his second big signing is more than it's going to more than cover this first one, even if Fred does a flop. The jersey sales, I think, so there's going to be somebody in the Dynamo Reddit that hears this and gets fucking mad and disagrees. But jersey sales for Herrera, you know, they're gonna they would cover some of the loss. What what he's going to bring to the club is going to cover the loss and it's going to create that <laughs> ability to lose money and gamble it. Fredo is a big gamble because he came from Uruguay. Yeah, and it's a good league and it's highly rated. But it's still Uruguay. It's not the MLS. He's not used to the travel. Paraguay, and actually. Is it Paraguay? It is Paraguay. That's right. Uruguay is better. <clears throat> Uruguay is better than Paraguay. It's the other Guay, the one that isn't fucking any good. Ah, oh, no. we did it again. Bye, Honduras. It, Hello, Paraguay. Up next, like, fucking Kits and Nevis. It's just like the way that our club is in and the state of our club. Like, we're going to have to be, like, Ferrer was maybe our best option. Like, and we, we still overpaid for Ferrer. Of course, of course we did. But I think he was one of the better options. I mean, he seems like he, he does. He's good on the ball, right? Ferrer is good on the ball. When he has the ball on his feet. He is good on the ball. I mean, he's probably our, he's probably better than Minotis on the ball. And. Well, I mean, Minotis did score. Yes. Which was kind of Minotis. it's kind of a requirement for the job, right? It's like if I was a podcaster without a podcast. Have you I noticed mean, that sometimes Ferreira does like play on the wing, like during game during the game? I've like, seen him fall, play as a false nine and, and drop into the midfield to pick up the ball. Yeah, it looks like he has a little bit of creative freedom, which you need with the inverted wingers because he has to be able to lay off a pass, and he's good with the he is good with the ball. He loses the ball a couple of times with a heavy first touch, but every fucking soccer player does that. That's what pisses me off. People are like, well, it's the first touch. He just turned it over. He turned over one. Chill out. But his rating was awful. Stats-wise, oh. he's been a, a dud so far. So the other faction of Dynamanians is saying bench Ferreira and put in Thor. So I'm going to let you go first on this one. Would you bench Sebastian Ferreira for Thor Leif Ulfersen? Uh, I don't know if I'm in like the minority in thinking this, but I personally would at a certain point. I don't think it's gotten to that point yet. I mean, when he's on the ball and we're on the attack, I like it looks like something might happen. Like he definitely Ferreira definitely has the potential to be a good striker. He just hasn't had any of the results or any of the output yet. I'm gonna give him like five or six more games before I really start to question him. So if he, he goes nine to 10 games without a goal, you would bench yes. him for Thor. Yes. So he has to go goalless for nine to 10 matches before you bench him for Thor. Yes. I, I think it's too early to bench him, but I don't know. That's, it's a tough, it's a tough problem to have for a new coach. I'd bench I mean, him six matches in with no goals. So that's how that's two more matches, right? It's two more matches. You got two more matches to score a goal. Other than that, we're six games in of a what is it? 34 30, games. Yeah, 34. You're on pace to score no goals. Even if you had one, you'd be on pace to score five goals. And Maxi already scored seven last year. Fuck him. Yeah, after six, I would bench him for Thor, but not not for a long time. It'd be for a match to see what the effect has. Yes. Because you got to be careful messing with his psych uh, psychology, his psychology. His psyche, Psych you don't want to bench him and fucking destroy him because you can see his body language is bad at times. 
and you can see he's frustrated and you can tell he's hesitant to pull the trigger. Yes. He and then sometimes he tries to do too much. Yes. And I think he's trying to do too much because he's hesitating. Sebus, just fucking shoot. He has really low confidence right now. And he just needs to get that first goal. And I truly like, I do think once he gets the first goal, like others will come. I think he just needs to get past that first hump. Hey, just a quick side note. Jesus Ferreira, you know, he is Dallas's DP striker. He is a very good player. He was goalless up until their last game, and he scored. He had a hat trick. So it's just, I, I think once it comes, it'll it'll flood in. You know, you know who else hasn't scored a goal so far this year? Maxi, Maxi, Rudy, oh. or Fafa, Fafa. I watched the Austin game versus or Baird. Uh, None of our forwards. None no. of our forwards. Oh, Pasher, none of our starting forwards have yet to score from open play, which is crazy. So at the right back, we saw Griffin Dorsey. Wait, oh, wait, I did answer that one. Huh. This is what happens as the show goes on. I forget things. Right back, you had Griffin Dorsey, and then you saw Zeka. Who do you like better so far? Um, ooh, I liked what I saw from Zeka. But I still think there's one or two more games where he subs in before he starts. But I think that Zeka has potential to be a lot better than Griffin Dorsey. But I couldn't necessarily say that I liked him better after just that one spiel he had last match. I know he's Again. appeared in other games, but I do. I look watching him, his confidence, how he, he dude, he was whipping in deep crosses. I he thought was. he just he looked he looked athletic as Fuck. He looked a lot smaller than I thought. He's, he's a very quite small man. Tiny. He's very short, but he's chiseled. He is. Dorsey's no. built like a green bean. Yeah. 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 Right? This guy's built like a baby fucking carrot. Zeka is built very, very like stocky. Like he's a sturdy man, but green very bean tiny. versus baby carrot. That's the age old argument of length versus girth. <laughs> I found in my travels that most will tell you as long as you know how to use it. That's all that matters. I think yeah, Zeka is a is a is an upgrade there, for sure. Well, what was what were the match ratings? Do you know? I always know. Dorsey was a six eight. Zeka was a six seven. Ooh. So Dorsey outplayed <laughs> him in the match. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But Dorsey's also been in a four three three system for the past two years, and he's had longer to train. But what I saw and what I think can be there with Zeka. His ability to get forward is far better than Griffin Dorsey's. And his crossing ability is he's faster. And he just looks like a better athlete. And he won a gold medal with Brazil and played with Neymar. He's got to be better. All right. Good point. I, I like Dorsey and I like how he's come along. I hate how he wears his socks, but I do like Dorsey. And I think Dorsey's a good squad player. I don't think if we want to be in the playoffs that a guy like Griffin Dorsey needs to start on this team. If Dorsey's your starter, you're not a playoff team. There's a lot of guys like that on this team. Lundqvist for another one, just saying. I don't think so. I think Adam Lundqvist could play on most clubs in MLS and start at left back. By most, that means one more than half. So you agreed with him being captain? I'm not in the locker room and I don't want to go to the practices. But I do find it pretty strange that a guy from Sweden was captain. Well, you know what? There's no other Swedes in the lineup. And it's not like 
we're close with them like Canada. I don't know. I, I don't disagree with that. I have no reason. I have nothing, no data to look at to analyze. You know what I mean? But I think he's been he's been very consistent. He's very consistently mediocre. I can say that. Seven, I, seven five last night had a good match. But he always does. He know he never like impresses anybody. That's the thing. That's why we don't appreciate him. It's because we just look at the field and all he all he does is his job. He doesn't look do anything. Goal, fire. I look at his goal contributions and he had a total of zero last last season. I'm pretty sure. Like direct goal and contributions, as in like an assist. And I don't know, like I feel like someone like Zeka, like to your point, will provide a lot of assists. And maybe that's something we've been lacking. Because you know, whether we can say Lundy's a good player or a bad player, like I agree, he's he can have some good games, but I think there's a lot of games where he disappears and it doesn't offer much. But I think Zeka, you know, can provide a lot of assists. Yeah, I, I agree with you. No, you mentioned Sebastian Fineta's confidence earlier. Last night I did that uh, Twitter spaces with Somo713, which I, I guess it's cool. I don't know. He doesn't like me, by the way. I don't know why. You know what? I can't speak for him, but there's plenty of people that don't like me. And yeah. I don't give I don't give a fuck. I gave all my okay. fucks away years ago. My fucks are all gone. Uh, but I made the joke that I've seen virgins on prom night with more confidence than Sebastian Ferreira has in front of goal. I just I didn't want to just waste that joke there. I can't give them it's my best joke. material. And there was only like 12 people in there. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to tell it again tomorrow night. So midfield, we've been happy. We've been happy. Vera, Coco, Quintero. But we know that Darwin Quintero cannot play another 90 minutes. He's going to need a break. And I would imagine it comes in this next match. Good point. For me, I'm replacing him with Memo Rodriguez. Because I'm okay. I'm actually not terribly hurt by a midfielder of Vera, Coco, and Memo. The problem I have is when we see Darwin Seren. And we know that this break is going to be coming for Darwin Quintero. The question is, who replaces him? And we need to start preparing ourselves for this because he's 35. He hasn't been hurt, knock on wood. He hasn't been hurt in, a, in, a, in quite some time. But things do break. And he just went 90 in this match and 75 the one before. So who are you putting as your replacement in midfield? Memo Rodriguez, honestly. If you're if we're going on uh the fact or the thought that he's gonna be replaced uh in this upcoming game with Inter Miami, then I think it will be Memo Rodriguez coming off the uh equalizing assist on uh Tyler Pasher's goal against Colorado. I think Memo Rodriguez as well. And I don't necessarily hate it either. No, I'm I'm totally okay with it. In fact, I think he's a good squad player as well, like Griffin Dorsey. You know who I haven't seen this year is Sam Junker. I saw him last night. I saw him warming up, and I almost yelled something to him, but I decided not to. I just wanted to admire him quietly from a distance. Me and Luke got him on the podcast, actually. We interviewed him. I know. I saw that. Yeah, and he's gotten better, but obviously he's not going to overtake Teenage Debbie or Lundquist. Which brings me to the next point. Now, Colin, one day you're going to have children, probably. I don't, I don't recommend it, but fucking, you're going to make your own mistakes. And these children may or may not choose to play sports. Do you, do you, did you play sports as a young lad? Yes, sir. Soccer. So, so my son plays soccer, and he's, 
He's talented. He's good. And growing up, I played football, baseball, track, hockey, everything but soccer. And I coached football, baseball, basketball, track. And I learned that baseball parents have a special, special place in hell. However, Sunday before the Dynamo game, I got to watch my son's Dynamo game, which also ended in a fucking tie. And afterwards, I got to listen to our parents and their parents talk shit to one another. Colin, I'm beginning to think that soccer parents have created a new level of hell for me and the world above, below baseball parents. What is your experience with these, uh, this new breed of human being? There's a lot of Karens that go to soccer matches. A lot of them, almost, you know, a lot of moms are Karens at soccer games. And like, yeah, there were, there's been plenty of times where parents are you with each other from opposing teams. And it's like at my games and it was just like, so stupid. Like it's uh, I, I've never heard that the, the, the stigma around baseball parents, I never heard anything about that, but, yeah, soccer. They're a parents, special bunch. They're a special bunch. And I don't think soccer parents are that far away. Yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, it's this town outside of Houston, right outside of Houston. It's called Beaumont. I don't know if you know. I'm, I'm aware. It's the armpit. Yeah. The arm, it's the armpit of Texas. That's right. It's stinky. It's do you go to Westbrook? Do you go to Westbrook High School? Yeah. Ooh. My team, beat your, my, my team beat your team in football before that I coached. East Chambers? No, what? we're not, we're not going to go and divulge any more information. Um, <laughs> shit. So oh, Interesting. You know, maybe it's because of where you grew up. Because my son plays with an affluent bunch of – affluent means wealthy to all my people out there that did not pay attention in English class. He plays with a bunch of affluent Caucasian kids. They're mostly white kids. And most of the parents drive like Audis and Lexuses and Mercedes. And I pull up in like a Kia with fucking holes in the bumper. Right? Because I'm just a janitor at a school. Ah, I could be a janitor. I could be well hunting. But man, these parents. I mean, and we had one get up and run towards the official. That was embarrassing. One from the other team went and had a conference with them, the officials at halftime. And then the third one was fighting with them over videoing the game. And then at the very end, they all start to talk shit to each other. If, if our kids had passed the ball better, we'd have scored four on you. And I'm just sitting there like, they're, and I said out loud, I was like, they're 12. They are 12. Like nobody cares at all. <laughs> like we're literally paying to watch this. The fuck are y'all arguing about? Man, if you are a parent, just be quiet and let them play. Because as like a former coach, dude, I, I don't coach my kids. I, I barely, I'll talk to them in the car afterwards and I don't talk to the parents. I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm the fucking outcast, but I just don't. And that's the one thing me and their mom agree on is we don't like the Karens and Kyles or Kens of the world. So who was your man of the match? Who was your man of the match against the Colorado Rapids, the mighty team from Denver? I think Teenager DB was my man of the match, honestly. Uh, I thought he played a fantastic game. So then you also are naming Tim Parker as the man of the match because he didn't play. Because if Tim had played, Teenage would not have had the opportunity to be your man of the match. I agree with you. I'm with you on this one. Uh, so 
Coco won it from, I guess, the Dynamo point of view. Yes, and, I saw that. Man, I would pick him or Daniel Steris. Steris had a really good game. There's and he also was solid for us so far. And in the preseason, he was so bad. He had a, I, yeah, he scored like some ridiculous own goal on us in preseason. I'm like, why are we playing him? But he's been solid in every every single game. His passing has been on point, and he is leading the MLS center backs with aerial duels one. That's a fact. 92.1%, right? I saw I think that. It actually is. Told you. Fucking. Yeah. I wasn't That's making crazy. that shit up, man. It might be 92.9, and then like second place was 92.1. There's a guy from Austin who's number two, and then we had somebody else at number five, I think. That was, you're talking about uh, Steve Clark's passing percentage. He's number five in the league. Okay, so and then first was, uh, we had first was Coco. Like a week ago, we were one in five in a category in MLS. And it was a respectable category. It wasn't like yellow cards or fucking offsides, which, by the way, Fafa is much better at not getting offsides this year. And I guess, you know, we can skip topic nine. We've already talked about Sebastian's goal worries and when we'd bench him, what we're looking at doing. Which brings me to... <laughs> so I don't know how often you listen, man, but, like, I tell stories about my personal life. And we, you and I briefly chatted before the show about the woman I'm dating who's cool as fuck. She's also smoking ass hot. Like, really really hot like very very attractive anyway she likes to go to the ren fest have you heard about me talk about this before yes good i know exactly what you're talking good about. because today when she came over i put on the fucking outfit that oh i'm wearing with her gosh. next week here's the problem my phone was on silent so i didn't know she was already here so i only had the fucking top on and then my boxer <laughs> briefs, my fucking Hanes. So I open the door and like from the waist up, it's like 1190 from the waist down. It's like fucking right, right. now with some fly Puma socks. <laughs> but I went she and just got, wait. What? She just like walked. She just walked in your apartment. She has a key. No, no, no. She knocked. Uh, I heard a knock. And I was like, the fuck? Because she, she's always late. Like she's always late, which is a girl thing. Most of them are. I, if in my experience, everyone I've ever picked is always late. I don't know if it's all of them, but it's all the ones I'm picking. So I wasn't expecting her to be here. So I guess I kind of dilly dallied. And then next thing I know, there's a knock at the door. But yeah, I put the, I got into the whole outfit. And then, you know, stormed the castle, <laughs> <laughs> did all that fun stuff. It's gonna yeah, be I remember you talking about that with Sean, and I was I was actually laughing whenever you were saying that. I was like, this is like funny as fuck, like for sure. And you know, it's like I've always kind of wanted to do that, but she's like really into it. And I'll I mean, we do dumb things for pretty girls, but she's also cool as fuck. Like I can beat myself around her. Not not like I don't tell her about this because she hates Whoa, sports. Really? Fuck you shouldn't no. even know about it. What? She knows I do a podcast. Look, man. She I've gotten in trouble before because I talk about personal life and sometimes I use real names. And then like I get phone calls or you know, people, you did it wrong. You left this out. Why are you talking about me? Why are you not talking about me? 
shit like that. And it's like, whoa. But no, she hates sports, which is fucking beautiful because she'll never want to watch a game with me and then ask me a million questions so I can enjoy the game. She'll have I to just agree with that. I like, I like when, like, the people who I'm dating, like, currently, I do not have a girlfriend, but last time I did, we would go to the Dynamo game all the time. And, like, it was kind of, kind of hot. Like, kinda, now you're single, but it didn't, but it didn't work out, Colin. So you think the problem is sports? I think the problem is me, if we're being 100% Actually, honest. It's mostly you're not going to like this. You're not going to like this, but I am talking to a girl that is an FC Dallas fan. <laughs> I mean, she's she rips FC Dallas like and like the Cowboys like she's everything Dallas. I hate so, the Cowboys. I hate. I, hate I also hate the Cowboys. I also hate them. I can't stand them. Um, I I I married I, a Cowboys fan. Obviously, I divorced her as well. And then, uh, I don't know. I, I'm okay that she doesn't like sports because she'll go and like watch games with me and stuff because we've talked about it, but. I don't want her like today. She knew Tottenham was on. So she knew like I need to come over after the match is over. And she didn't. I was like, you can come hang out with me if you want. And like ask me questions about a sport you know nothing about. Or you can come over around too. And if you're lucky, I'll be looking like a peasant from 1190. So we have almost reached the end of our show. Which brings me to our special question. I don't know if you've had one of these. We didn't do one of these in the end of the year pod. So every now and again, I ask a wild ass question to a guest host. And I've gotten mixed responses. Sean loves them. Uh, one guest was not, was not too fond of it. But my question to you is looking at last night's starting lineup, only the starters. And this makes us so much better because Darwin Seren was not starting. Of the starting lineup. Actually, let me back up. Do you know what a hot shot of heroin is? I don't know what that is. All right, well, let me school you on something, youngster. A hot shot of heroin is a dose of heroin purposely laced with fentanyl or other some other drug to make it lethal and purposely cause an overdose. Okay. It's referred to as a hot shot in the, uh, the drug community. So, Colin, from last night's starters only, which on that team is most likely to give a hot shot of heroin to Paulo Nagamora. And why? I'm going to go with Darwin Quintero. Darwin Quintero. He's tiny, and you can never trust tiny people from what I've, from what I've gathered in my life. You can't trust tiny people. And he's also from Colombia, and Colombians have a lot of drugs over there. And... I can say that because my dad's family's from Colombia, so I can say that. You don't have to so, yeah. validate. You don't have to validate any discriminatory or minorly racial comments <laughs> on this podcast because that's Colin from Keeping Tabs. I don't. I, I won't be saying things like that. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I think Darwin Quintero, mainly oh, because, like, edit that tiny, like tiny, tiny people you can't trust. You can't trust. Where does where does this hatred of this distrust <laughs> of small people come from? No, okay. This so, this deep seated dislike of vertically challenged individuals. Where does it rooted in? What was her name? <laughs> no, it was just this. Uh, 
All right. Well, like, what was what was his name? It's just like those guys like are always like they do all the barking all the time, but and it's like they're just like I don't know. They're they want to. It's just a, I can't explain it. Like there's no specific time. Napoleon syndrome. Like, yes, there's a nickname for Napoleon exactly. syndrome, and told you fun facts and fucking remembering things. Um, yeah, no, it's little man syndrome. They have a chip on their shoulder. I'm I'm aware of the type. I went to school with. I grew up with one. Like I saw him like when I was 22. I was back home visiting a friend. I was in the Marine Corps at the time, and I saw him at a bar, and I thought he talked shit to me. He didn't. He said something like, "Oh, hey, nice to see you." I thought he said something like, "I never liked you in high school." So I was like, "You know what? I never liked you in high school either." He didn't say that. And then he tried to fight me. A little bit, probably. I was in the military. I was drunk most of the time. <laughs> but then, like, he tried to fight me, and I'm like, dude, you're still 5'5", five, five. and I'm still 6'1". Calm it down. So you think Quintero, because you don't trust little people, and he's from Colombia. Okay. Yes. Literally. I'm going to say Corey Baird. Mm. I'm saying Corey wow. Baird because, A, because his dad follows me on Twitter. No. Um, because he doesn't. Does he actually? He does. He really does. <laughs> and It's funny, actually. I know, but good for his dad for like being involved in caring. Like I, I like that part's pretty cool. But Corey Baird looks so not dangerous. You wouldn't assume it from Corey, right? You look at somebody like Steve Clark. He's covered in tattoos. You look at somebody like Lundquist. He's related to the Norsemen. People don't trust them. Hadebi's from Africa. Steris, eh, L.A. Ah, maybe Steris. Heroin's not an African thing, though. But of all of them, like, something about Corey Baird, to me, is like he knows he's in a bad spot right now. So he needs to change the narrative. He needs to redirect the news headline. Why not give Coach an extra dose of fentanyl with his heroin today? <laughs> Corey just looks unassuming. He just doesn't look, he doesn't look scary at all. He looks that, like... Um, that he would have to resort to that if it came, if it either came down to that or hand to hand combat, like he'd have to use that. Hand to hand combat, I, I think Intero would be fucking dangerous just because nah. he, is little. he just looks, just he pick, just looks angry. You just pick him up and just throw him. Like, it's also why I love him. You just pick him up and carry him around like a little toy. So, yes, I would say, who, would you, who would you not fight on the team? I who wouldn't would you be fight, scared to fight. Would I be scared to fight? Yeah, like, like who would you just not fight? I'm gonna like, tell you, legit, like, dude, I'm scared before I get in every fight. I've been in too many, I've been in more than I needed to ever have been in, and I would get scared before every single one, but I'd always fight. I never back down, like, I would still get scared though. Who on this team would I be scared to fight? None of them. I know, None. maybe, maybe Seren, and like. Uh, him looking like he's fucking dangerous is not a joke. I legitimately feel that way. He, like Seren. After that, I've, I don't but if understand. Seren's five, I don't seven, understand that. Seren. I don't understand. Like I've I've heard you. I've like you go you go on and on about Seren and being from El Salvador. I've heard it a oh, couple yeah. times on your show. But like I don't understand. Like he does not. He looks like just like a regular person to me. Like I don't get it. Like I El Salvador, I get it. But. That's what it is. That youth, you can take the boy out of El Salvador, but you can't take the El Salvador out of the boy. 
I would not fight Tim Parker because that's a beefy man. That's I mean was, I'm, I'm, I'd be scared kick, to fight him. He like okay if I had to fight Tim Parker I'd be like I know I'm about to get fucked up. Like some of these guys like okay if I had to fight Griffin Dorsey I'd be like all right come on. If I had to fight yeah, yeah. Memo okay. Uh, Ferreira would put up a fight too. I bet I'd fight Baird. I'd fight Pasher. I'd fight Thor. Fafa would have quick fucking hands. And he probably like yeah, he, like Fafa. he'd probably make noises Fafa as he throws punches. Like as he throws punches, he's like like he makes like little noises or something. Or does that that breathing sound? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And like the pinkies and the thumbs are out like this. And then when he throws the punch and they go back in. So Colin, do you know what time it is now? What time is it? It's time for you to plug your show again. Well, for everyone that stuck around this long, I'll, uh, you can hear me plug my show more time. Follow me on Keeping Tabs on Twitter, which is at Keeping Tabs Pod. And in my description in the bio, you can go and check out my Spotify. We try to upload weekly. Uh, sometimes it's bi-weekly, but whenever we can. All right. Yeah, for some reason, we broke up a little bit, but I still got you. Okay. I'm not sure my, how much of a lag you had there, but we're good. Okay. So, guys, look at that. We made it 53 minutes before internet problems. I had internet problems ruining an entire episode about Hector Herrera with Sean. It was a good episode, too. We dropped really? internet three I times. That, I had an episode with Sean where our episode also got ruined because of my Wi-Fi. Because my Wi-Fi is shit. Maybe it's Sean's Wi-Fi. Maybe he's just making us feel like it's our Wi-Fi and it's really his. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That would be devious. Sean is like that. Sean, Sean, it would be most likely to give one of the Dynamo podcasters a hot shot of heroin. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Dynamo hey. podcasters, before we go, man, this market is getting saturated, is it not? It is. We, we have new... A lot of... And they're good too. I wish they were bad. Dynamo Faithful. Dynamo Faithful are good. They're good. They I are wish, good. I, I wish they were bad. I'm like, fuck, why yeah. can't you suck? Why can't you just suck? Dynamo Faithful are good. And I had that same thing, like that same realization. Like I find my like look, I, I, I think everybody, if they want to, should do something like this because it helps, you know, you're gonna have fans, which is fucking weird. Like, it's still weird to me that people, like, consider me, like, a, I don't know, a personality. Most people just consider me an asshole. But, yeah, like, I see the new ones pop up, and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to listen to this one. I hope it fucking sucks. And then when it does, I'm like, yes. But then when, like, you find a good one, you're like, fuck. No, I got to watch my numbers. My numbers. They're start, the numbers are starting to drop. Like, I don't know if you watch yours, but the more people that start doing it, the slower the plays are coming. Which is why yeah. we're recording on a Sunday night and I'm releasing this shit tomorrow morning. I noticed that. Like, you, like, all love to Dynamo Faithful. Like, they're kicking ass right now, but they're kicking my ass. Like, they come out with instant reactions after the game. Like, hell yeah. Everyone wants to listen to that. Like, good for them, by the way. Good for them. Like, that's awesome. But I, I need, you know, it's making me have to up my game up. You, you mentioned before, like, why, you know, oh, damn, like, you're coming out of hibernation. You're putting so much out there. Like, I got to, to compete with y'all. Like, not not in like a competing way, but like, it's like y'all are putting all y'all stuff out. So it's like, it's it's, try, it's making everyone better, honestly. It's a good. Oh, no, no. It's, it's, it's totally a competition. Like, 
I think anybody that does this, I think it's hard for anybody to really honestly say, I don't mind if I'm not the best at it. You know, like among the independent people, like I'm not comparing us to Glenn Davis or Eddie Robinson. And it's, but I mean, like, I want to be better than all y'all. There's, there's a, I want to be the top, like maybe not better, but I want to be the most listened to. Like that would make me happy. But I do like, I pull forever, you know, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course you gotta, you gotta pull for yourself. Like, of course. Yeah. Cause if I don't, if I don't pull for myself, then there's going to be nobody around to host those fucking super pods that go two hours That's next time fun. next time we're doing it it's gonna be more 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 uh a little bit scheduled more 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 condensed more organized but colin that brings us to the end of tonight's show thank you for joining me on this glorious sunday i'm just i'm happy to be recording it because if i don't record sunday can't do it till tuesday and tuesday night i have a date now now that i have a girlfriend she's cutting into my fucking time with this like you, you could have, dude. If you fucking like, if you listen to this fucking podcast, you can like hear like all the good shit and the bad shit in my life. Like you can follow along with the roller coaster. You can be there when I I recorded a fucking episode once. I drank two bottles of red wine and I fucking just started rambling, and <laughs> like thirty minutes of rambling, and then I had to actually delete it and turn it off. I was like, I can't do this right now. It was so bad, and then I passed out, and then I went to the match like four hours later. <laughs> that's that's funny actually but that's it that's the end of the show i'm finister your host for the houston dynapod podcast thank you colin for joining us and as always go dynamo albert the is going to get there there's no question he squares it there it is it's another and it's Bubba Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool-ass people.